Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a review of The Center Season 2, Episode 3, Part 3. This episode was directed by John David Coles and written by Bradford Winters. And it premiered August 15th of 2018. I actually recorded this podcast last night. Um... (laughs) And in a a really weird moment, the computer just decided to crash right when I finished the editing. Not when I was just about to edit. I mean, I put in my, my jokes. I went through the whole recap of the episode. I, I did everything I was supposed to do. All I needed to do was convert it to an MP3. And just at that moment, it decided to just wipe out my data. And usually, usually Audacity allows me to retrieve said data, but it did not save properly. I have tried everything in my entire soul. I spent two whole hours afterwards, went to bed at 3 a.m. trying to retrieve this file because I was mad. I was mad, mad. I'm still mad. Um, I won't because I already (laughs) did it won't be doing the full recap um little by soul didn't even want to go back but it was bothering me um because it's been a little bit of a week uh since i've recorded anything for the center so i i just said fuck it i'm gonna at least record my thoughts of the episode and that's what you guys are gonna get the first version was better but alas so let's uh let's talk about the things like i gave this episode a 10 out of 10 that's why i also was really shitty because i was excited to talk about this i still am it just we're like we're doing it all over again so you lose a little bit of that pizzazz um julian gets arrested so he's finally sent to juvenile detention center instead of the group home where he was at i felt so bad for julian he didn't know what was happening to him. He was perp walked out to the press in front of everybody. You know, he's asking his mother, who he believes is his mother, where am I going? And instead of giving him this thing called actual knowledge, she just continues to throw platitudes and then manipulate him because he has to be psychologically evaluated. And I like Harry's point when he was talking to Heather at the diner. A kid kills that young. It's not just his fault. Which has me questioning, did Harry kill his mama? We know there was boiling water. We know there was a fire. I have boiled plenty of water. It did not erupt into a fire. Like I can see where they're trying to go with that. You know, it was on the stove. But for the most part, you might cause the the water to like the water if it comes all out all it's gonna do is cause the pilot to go out so i was like uh that's suspect <laughs> and then when he said mama he came in that room looking all this spot and she was looking all despondent maybe he had some boiling water in his hand at that moment <laughs> and after he tossed it on her that house caught or he he put the he lit the curtains on fire I don't know. I just know that it is haunting the hell out of him. 
and this entire episode jack i don't fucking trust you jack now i don't trust anyone in this town after the reveal at the end of this episode that dr pool is part of that cult and that cult may have more members than we suspect so now i suspect everyone but he was absolutely and utterly ambushed by jack taking him to a place to make him feel the most uncomfortable just hey how you doing oh the case that you're working on it's wrapped up because the chief's right there to tell him so despite the fact that he's got a lot more questions and as he told heather this is not the time to stop asking questions even though she agreed and then when he asked her about marine she's like yeah there's nothing there that's a lost cause you know i'm getting real tired of this luigi i'm glad despite her personal feelings that she you know decided to do her job and follow up as she should have done with the connection to Mosswood. I, I could see initially, maybe, but when you got there and she wasn't there, and all of a sudden there's this child there that wasn't there the last time you were there, and you keep saying that he's familiar to you, and now you know why. Because apparently that bomb dropped this episode. Marine is Julian's mother. Oh my god! But we don't know the father. I'm guessing it's the person that's in charge of this cult. Because I don't think we've seen that dude. The guy that we saw in the previous episodes. Back to Harry though. He goes to this party. Everyone crowds around him. Like what is personal space? That's what I would have been asking. He also is not very good communicating with just about anyone. He just gives gruff replies. The most he ever uses words is when he's talking to the actual people he's trying to help or maybe heather but anyone else even his old friend jack maybe because jack ain't really his friend and he knew it it's like you just walk me into a fucking ambush guy everyone just keeps talking about my past after you sat in the kitchen and said well you know you can go home now because i don't want you to feel the need to stay here because of your past that everybody seems to know about and knows will freak him out he made sure he was isolated saying i'm gonna get you something to drink i love his remark where did you go fucking kentucky i asked for a bourbon and you came back two hours later oh i'm sorry i came and went and got your uh your ex chick whose only job by the way there were two actors in this episode that were in ozark so either they were just filming next to each other like the studio cinema i can see it in the back in the south that they may have been filming in the same area because that's usually what happens when you get you know hey you want to come over here for a bit part in this because <laughs> they didn't have any significant role well maybe the mustache handlebar guy i didn't even catch his name might have an additional role in it but i'm not sure why she just walked up to him and say hey i heard you got divorced by the way how do you deal with all the pain of your childhood and the traumatic experience let's talk about that because that's what we do when we're catching up get the fuck out my face with that shit i think harry is getting close to something and they want him to get the fuck out before he unravels a conspiracy but it's too late because dr Poole went and slit his own throat at the end of this episode when they asked him too many questions about the fact that he was there at mosswood didn't see the birth of julian but Vera's the one that called him to come to Mosswood, not for the birth though, just to sign the birth certificate. Yeah, that doesn't sound suspicious at all. So now Heather thinks that Marine must be dead and that they took her child. What else? Oh, we found out finally what happens in the barn before and with that altar, the rock altar. They also found a mini rock altar in Dr. Poole's attic. 
so oh shit is exactly what i would be feeling in that moment maybe there's a hatchfield mccoy situation because this town is really gung-ho for mosswood why do they feel they're an inferior part of their cult i don't know i'm again i'm just suspicious of everyone who might be involved in this and jack seems to be very fucking involved in this and i don't like it so that's what's going on with the case for the most part julian gets groomed and i definitely think vera is abusing him because the way in which he uses fear to cause him to submit which is never a great thing he has asked multiple times are they gonna hurt me and i didn't know why he was asking that until i saw vera telling him well if you don't do what they say or do don't do what we say or i say that they are going to hurt you and that's a huge fear of his and i can see that oh no one else will understand this is isolation isolationist there we go uh <laughs> existence that they've been living that involves being uncomfortably emotional in front of and with a rock harry believes that there's way more to the story especially when she brought up Cora Tanetti, like I heard you went above and beyond for that. Why did you do that? Because I knew there was a story there as I stared dead in your eyeballs. But after being told that it was self-defense, um, because we did find out, well, one, Julian thinks that the visitor in his room is not made up, that it's very much real, even though she tells him to brush it off. I wonder if she's trying to protect him in her own way, because it seems like she cares, but it's apparent that it's not the type of caring any actual nurturing parent would want for their child harry even drags her about that like okay you're saying that he was kidnapped by adam and Bess, and you didn't think to get the authorities involved because when your child's missing you don't give a fuck about your politics you just want your child found and you're gonna want every resource that is available to be able to do that so your whole reasoning does not make sense but she might be trying to make sure he doesn't stay too much out of the spotlight so that he does not say too much that will give away some secrets that might put him in some actual danger. There is that possibility. She does get Benji to represent as their attorney because he used to be a lawyer. They meet with the DA. They tell him, You're, we're going to give you 15 years to life consecutively or you could try it going to court with a full confession and everyone already hating uh mosswood and everything that it represents you would think with that though if you thought hey no it's more like this organization that's really the bad guys here i still don't understand why they're treating julian as if he himself is the bad guy when you know that he was raised in a cult so this is a factual thing and you're still treating this kid as if he is somehow like trying him as an adult is ridiculous i would have been pissed off too um even though varus needs to stop calling harry like that's her husband and he's supposed to tell you things like no and if you keep acting so irrationally all you're doing is hurting your own son's case you need to keep your shit together and you're cool and the only person that's helping your son you keep trying to antagonize he does speak to julian and tell him where he's going he needs to keep to himself but not too much to himself and here's my phone number call me if you need anything memorize this shit he still had it on his uh hand four days later so that boy ain't touched no damn water he stank 
Um, <laughs> in the actual interrogation, like he's not used to lying. So it didn't occur to him to, to lie. He, it makes him feel uncomfortable. He ends up saying that when you die, you just cross over and just get reborn because all of us are mixed together into pieces. She's like, where'd you hear this shit? And then he doesn't speak too much more about it because mom said, don't talk about Mosswood. So he can't talk about Mosswood. So he's keeping a part of who he is a secret because they know that shit's abusive. Talking about they ain't gonna understand. But maybe, just maybe, she don't understand either because she seems like she is mentally not all together. She feels fragile too much for me to think that she is the mastermind behind anything. She's sloppy. But he also ends up admitting that he did like Bess more than Adam. And we see in the flashback that he was aware that they were not taking him to Niagara Falls. That they had lied to him. And that he was never going to go home. Which is why he poisoned them. So he did have his reasons. He was feeling kidnapped at that moment. He just didn't realize why he was being taken away. But in his mind, if you tell a lie, you split in two. But he's not able to explain what that means nor does he admit that he's lying right now when he's asked so he just has a mental breakdown and then goes into the arms of Vera like she's the only person that can soothe him and that's problematic but I do like the fact that she tries and she is trying to put a barrier between him and Harry and he realizes something in his soul is saying I could trust this man so when Vera asked, what did he say to you? He said nothing, which I thought was great after she told him he's not supposed to lie. And she lied. And he lied right to her face. Like the, if you're changing up the rules and the rules can be changed and bent, then that opens up another can of worms and gets a person thinking about, OK, well, maybe I need to start getting some second opinions. Let's go to Heather really quickly. Um, for the most part, she went to Marin's mother. They didn't have a good relationship. She mentioned something about not being, you know, um, controlled by other people before. That was something that popped up in my head. She didn't have a good relationship with her daughter. And I, I'm, I'm not sure about Marine. Like, I think that Heather was head over heels in love with her. But I don't like her reaction. Like, she ditched her. Not only did she ditch her and did not look back, she showed up at her house the next morning, crawled in bed to her like nothing happened, then said, no, I didn't have sex with anyone, but I told them all of your business, <laughs> which was the fact that her mother died of cancer and her father really isn't over it. Then father comes in, Jack, and the, the way in which she was sexually presenting herself with her leg still over her leg, and you could tell that Heather was uncomfortable and she's trying to, you know, this is another young female. You need to act like you're a young female in someone else's house. Like, uh-uh. I don't like when that happens. It, it happened in Leftovers. And the girl was looking all shocked and surprised. You think I'd fuck your daddy? Well, I don't know. You're prancing around here <laughs> with no respect whatsoever. So when she accused her of flirting with her boyfriend, I'm like, well, maybe she was. The mom also said she had a tendency to want what she could not have. It's no excuse for the mom to say, fuck it, I don't care, I'm going to put your shit in a box. <laughs> and that's the last I know of you. And I ain't heard from you in 12 years. Like, eh, that's a little much. And you definitely don't need to tell your child to their face, I wish I never had you. That's not helping in the situation. 
and i'm sure she felt that way anyway uh the apple never falls too far from the tree but i do think that marin is more manipulative and i think that she revels in the adoration but i think she's in a lot of pain that cannot be placated so easily she's destructive and i bring up pain because that is a huge part of this episode like even harry being asked about the pain you see that heather is in pain regarding you know the loss of the person that she loved you see jack uh there's a mention of jack not really being over her mother and then you see the remember the first episode of how she pretty much steps in as the wife role and it's a little uncomfortable and i thought i was imagining it but no i'm not um so i think there's a lot more to tell here this was a really good episode putting all those pieces in place and the thing about cults is is that people that fall into them like it's so hard it's so hard for people to understand that's rational and emotionally confident like how did you fall like how did you think it was okay to let your 14 year old daughter sleep with a 28 year old man because this is what jesus wanted that is what happened in waco and it was brought up this episode the one dude's like yeah we should treat it like waco because the death of everyone including 30 something children is exactly um how a success works no using all that force trying to barricade like they set the shit on fire and went down with that shit you can't mess with people that are that emotionally damaged and it's not like you know some people weren't being forced to be there because that was something that also happens in cults <laughs> you're compelled like you might say you know what i need to step away from this and then a gun goes in your face saying no i really feel bad for heather too how are you surviving in this full redneck town because <laughs> the caucasian to everyone else ratio is significant i will leave it here i finally got at least some thoughts out regarding the episode it's really 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 good this is what i've been waiting for since the season introduced itself that punch episode that really is like ooh, i can't wait to get to the next one because the drama's coming and it's coming hot and it's coming fast i didn't expect that man to kill himself but why did he need to go to the highest floor in the fucking building to do so <laughs> that confuddled me but maybe he needed and i think that's what he wanted to be closer to his idol maybe maybe that wasn't the room he was found in enough of my rambling blackgirlcouch at gmail.com if you want to send any feedback on your thoughts for the next episode or any of the previous or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic